Hello and welcome again to the Stouting Off Podcast, where we spout off commentary on the everyday. Hello and welcome again to the Stouting Off Podcast. I am your host, now and forevermore, Drew Stoutenberg, and joined live in studio as always by my producer, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? Doing great, thank you. Sounds good, man. Glad to hear it. Um, we have our first guest feature today. I would love if you guys would welcome Lauren to the studio. Lauren, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Have I thrilled? Yeah, have I told you that lately? Thank you. Just straight up. Thank you. Um, Lauren is a very close friend of mine, cl- good friend of Jordan's as well. We are all um, we all came from Michigan. We were all in the same youth group band, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my first memories in youth group band with Lauren was when she sang. Misery Business by Paramore. <laughs> and youth- Jordan was playing drums <laughs> and you couldn't really hear me because you could just hear Jordan playing drums. <laughs> God, that about but right. that was for the best. <laughs> um, that Was that at youth camp? I feel no, like? it was just, it was just Sunday Blossom. night youth group. It was yeah. just at youth group. And right then and there, just I was out in the I was out in the audience taking it all, and I said, "Now that's somebody I really want to be friends with someday." And you know what? You didn't say that. <laughs> and I said, "You know what? I'm making a bold prediction. Eight years from now, <laughs> ten years, whatever it would be, thirteen years from now, we're going to record a podcast at my house in Nashville, Tennessee." And now here we are. <laughs> it's full circle. This is how life works. Never give up on your dreams. Truly, kids. that's it. Um. So yeah, thanks for being here. Lauren is a singer songwriter and does some cool music things for film and TV. Mm-hmm. And also a solo record or solo career rather also has some solo records too. If you think about it <laughs> um, and her artist name is flurry. Yes. It means blooming it means like blossoming, blooming, flowering, right? It is true. And that's French. And so now I'm bilingual. So that's cool. <laughs> Since becoming friends, I've become bilingual. Yeah. Just by proximity. <laughs> it's that easy. Um, did you notice the screens? I have the window cracked over here. I did notice the screens. Yeah. So Tell us about the screens. I thought you'd never ask. So I have lived in two homes since living here in Nashville. One of the hottest parts of the country, as far as I know, um, especially summertime. But even so, fall time and winter time can be warm too, to the point where at least you want to crack a window here and there. Mm. Am I right? You've lived here for eight years now. I've lived here for eight years. Eight years. Recently celebrated her eight-year anniversary within the past month or so, right? Yes. September 20th. What was your best year in Nashville? And then I'll get back to the screens. Ooh. But do you have a best year or like a favorite year? No, each one has gotten better. Really? Yeah. So Keep on getting better. I know this has been a weird year, but... It's been a good year still. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Like my relationships in Nashville have become deeper. I've been writing like my favorite music I've ever been writing. I've heard a couple snippets of the music. I got to say it's, it might be your best yet. I don't well, know. I can't say. Don't get ahead of I yourself. hear voice memos, so I, I don't know the full, what we're working with fully, but I can guarantee you there's a lot of potential. <laughs> there's potential. <laughs> there's potential. It's um, good to know that I've got potential. And speaking of potential, the screen's on my house. Yeah. Like it's just crazy. <laughs> It's just crazy. So the potential they have to block pugs is yes. unparalleled in window treatments. Yes, I've never seen anything like this. So I've lived in two homes, and when fall and winter rolls around, it's like mild here. So I'm like, man, it would be really nice to crack the windows. I go over to Jordan sometimes, and he's like, is it warm in here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, no problem. I'll just crack the windows. I'm like, man, you don't even know how good you have it, you know, being able to open your <laughs> so windows. So you finally got screens. I finally got screens. I went to the screen store, and... um Sterling Window Systems right here in Antioch, which I believe is, is Antioch considered a part of Nashville? Metro Nashville. Yeah. But it is its own city. Yeah. Okay. 
went down to yeah the Nashville branch in Antioch, and so they said, "Here are your screens, buddy." And I initially went there six weeks ago, and they said, "Yeah, we've ordered your screens. Here they are," and they were the size of my windows, so it was like full size screens. And he said, "Oh, this is really common. This is what most customers do." And I was like, "No, it's not. I guarantee it." When you go up and down a street and you're looking at houses. Do you see screens covering the entire... I've never noticed a screen on a house ever <laughs> in my <true>. life. <laughs> I find myself now noticing screens. Like, But it, you're right. When you're driving down the street. And, you know, just one of those days where you're looking around at all the house's screens. And, you know, it's just a standard <laughs> activity. But he gives me full-size screens. I'm like, what if I want to open the window? So, like... Like, if I want to open the window, that's great. But I'm saying, like, if I want to close the window, that part of the window that's closed still has a screen on it no matter what. Yeah, the part when you I'm slide s- the window up is, like, it's never going to be opened. That's so, it. Yeah. Thank you. I need... You could see that I was struggling with that <laughs> for some reason. So when you open the screen, the screen is there. and But then when you close the screen, the screen's still there. And then... The, so anyway, I have screens yes. now. And you guys can't see it because it's off camera. But we have the window cracked right here. No bugs are getting in, and there's a light breeze. It feels nice. It feels nice. Yeah. I'm happy. Um, so that was definitely a highlight of the week. Oh, another thing, speaking of home, I recently locked myself out of my house. I don't know how, but I want to rewind because when I first moved into this house, Lauren and her sister Jordan got me some fire pit stuff, a fire pit, marshmallow skewers, some fire log, like starters. A starter pack, really. It was a fire starter. Don't get into the starters. Actually, <laughs> let's get into the starters. Okay, so. Have you guys ever made a fire? And if so, have you ever used a starter? And if you have, they come in like little breakable pieces. So they're like perforated, right? It's like they're halfway cut for you to break off. And they're like little squares. They're probably like four. By, they're probably like four by 12. They come in these sheets. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. So yeah, four by 12. Sure. They come in big sheets. Estimate. And they're little like two inch squares. And you just need one per fire. And I come over the other night for a bonfire with our friends. And Drew is has like six in there. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I paid good money for these. Yeah. Why are, are you wasting them? These are premier starters. But no, it was like, <laughs> I can't start. You're, she's trying to tell me it's a one by one square or something. There's enough to get the fire started. Is. is that what you're standing? You're still standing by that. I'm standing by it because the next time I came over, you only used one and we were fine. I can't argue that actually because I did. I may have, I may have elongated. I may have gone two by one. You know, I may have doubled the. Yeah, but, but either it was way, like six by one. But like initially, I was doing the full sheet. It's like the size of a log you just put in there and just probably like ten dollars worth of waste. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. It's so on you. So Lauren and her sister Jordan buy me this starter pack of stuff. Starters. That's not. It's included in the starter pack, but also marshmallow skewers, fire pit. That goes on the ground and it's, it's nice. And then so I had some stuff out there from the fire pit the other night that I intentionally didn't bring back in. And two days later, I go out to my shed and I come back in and my door's locked somehow. I'm like, how on earth did this happen? Because I turn, it's like, it, there's no way it should have locked on its own. So I'm like, what the crap? I don't have my keys on me. My windows are locked because I don't have screens yet. So they're, <laughs> they never open. They, they're always locked. They're sealed shut. <laughs> they're painted shut. <laughs> And so, and so, and so the marshmallow skewers are out there and I actually used a skewer to skewer my way into the house. And it's Jordan, you know, I'm sitting like with the door closure mechanism, that part that it's like a, it's like a, if you look at it from over top, it looks like a D kind of Yeah, goes inside the door. When you turn it, I was able to get between the door jam and that little D latch mechanism 
And here I am. I've gained entry <laughs> using a marshmallow stool. So you didn't even pick the lock. You actually just <laughs> opened the door. Yes. It's not a reliable door jam. And yeah, actually, you might want to get a new one. <laughs> that's so true. Because when I moved into this house, I noticed that the weather stripping around that door was like torn. I was mm. like, I remember calling my dad and being like, Dad, I think somebody was trying to break into this house at some point. And now I know. They just it locked them. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't me. It, it was somebody that locked themselves out of the house because that yeah, door yeah. just decides to lock. So lesson learned. Uh, I have a bad lock on my front door too. Really? Um, I only have one. I have two keys that work. And any copies I've made of those in the last like two years don't work. So if anyone loses my spare, then I don't have a spare anymore. You just have the master key at that point? Yeah. And my landlords have some. Do you have a like, deadbolt for the door? I do. Deadbolt is most important from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, the little, the just wonky little Mickey Mouse handle. <laughs> Anybody can pick that and break your doors down. Uh, <laughs> Both. <laughs> they pick it, they unlock it, and then they. Then they <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. That's incredibly stupid. Um, uh, but it's perfect. Um, at the same time, I have some topics. Oh, I wanted to um, touch on a couple things. One is that. <laughs> national whatever day and i don't want to spend too much time on this over the past week week and a half two weeks i feel like there have been national blank day on social media at least once a day at least 20 times a day at least 20 times a day it's national muffin day it's national donut day at the same time it's national goat day national microwave day there's been for real though daughter day i think sunday how come we've never heard of these when we were younger? <laughs> National Sunday. National Sunday. <laughs> but it's spelled S-U-N-D-A-Y. Yes. And, and it's, it's on, on a th- Yeah, it's on <laughs> It's on a Thursday or something. It can't be on a Sunday. <laughs> That's good. Everybody's why just is like, that so funny? <laughs> That's stupid. Um, and, why didn't we ever hear of National Daughter or Sunday growing up? Did our parents hide it from us or did they not exist? Yeah, exactly. Because it was our birthdays. Yes, that's it. If I would have said this to my dad growing up, he would have gone, every day's National Daughter Day yeah, for you. That's true, it. That's yeah. so true. That is a dad com- That is yep. a quintessential dad comment or dad mentality. Yep. Dadtality. But it also was true. We had everything we needed. We <laughs> you were, did. We were loved. You guys had a, an idyllic childhood, I felt. We had felt a like, very idyllic childhood. Went on cool trips and yeah. three square meals a day. I lived off. <laughs> did you not eat? <laughs> <laughs> I lived off snacks. Now, mom was always willing, but I just... I, we I t- lived off snacks, too. Fair. I didn't, like, eat the food that my parents put in front of me, you which was terrible. You preferred broccoli and spinach I'm and like, stuff. I just ate, like, three little Debbie's brownies. I'm not hungry. My mom's like, why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't believe in spoiling your appetite, by the way. If something tastes good, it's always going to taste good to me. Wow. And if something tastes good, I'm always going to be hungry for it. Because I don't have a shut-off kids, valve in here. If your kids eat sugar and nothing else. True. <laughs> like True. we did. True. Anyway. When we went out for ice cream yesterday to Dickie's, or that wasn't yesterday, that was a few days ago. When we went out to ice cream, when we got the ice cream, Jude had like two, <laughs> it was yesterday. He had what? Uh, he had like two bites of ice cream. Did you notice that? I'm like, my guy. Dude, he we talks made this. about, this is this is him though. Like he'll be like, <laughs> Jude's a three-year-old by the way. Yeah, he's my three-year-old son. <laughs> I'm hungry. I want a snack. This is what I want. And I'll like get a bowl out for him and put it in there, oh, and he'll eat one to two bites, and then he's done. Ice cream. Let's we go to Jenny's. We went to three spots. You just get him a sample. We went to three spots, and you're done. No, because he knows what he the knows difference. He knows what a sample is. is. Oh, he's like, you didn't pay God. enough for this. Yep. <laughs> 
But dad, this didn't cost $8 <laughs> yeah. like I deserve. <laughs> he knows. Uh, <laughs> he's very particular in the way things look. Like he knows. He's keenly aware. Macaroni and cheese. He won't eat like sh- like uh, like a restaurant macaroni and cheese, but wow. he'll eat Annie's macaroni and cheese. Annie's is the jam. He knows what's up. We've actually we've talked about Annie's before. They do good. They do good. She does good work. That's what we said. I think <laughs> just came out what naturally. A gal. Um, Lauren, for a, a living, you do a lot of international travel and touring and stuff like this. And you've lived abroad. You've lived in mm-hmm. Australia. Yep. Something came up the past week or so, and. It was, I noticed this and I, knowing that you were going to be on, I was like, I got to save this to talk about you. (laughs) And so it's this, because I've seen this before and I recently saw it. And so that was the longest setup for anything ever. And here it comes when Americans will spell like words that maybe like color or favorite that can occasionally have like a U in there or like center R E like, they use the Commonwealth spelling, use the Commonwealth spelling. I'm like, who stop forcing it. Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Do you see this? Do you yes. know what I'm and talking about? And the thing about? is, I actually prefer those spellings. It looks but nice. But I wouldn't write that. I wouldn't write like loving the fall colors like colors. with a U. Yeah. <laughs> That's cringy. I um sometimes sometimes uh I've seen like where you went to school like Hillsong. I know people who went to Hillsong came back and then when they pray they they pray with an Australian accent suddenly. <laughs> Me too. Have you heard that? Craig St. Clair. Craig St. Clair, that's what? Shout him out. He'd be like, God, we come before you today, God, and we just want to thank it's you. It's for- true, though. That's the only time you truly hear the accent, like, because you're in church, like, every day of the week. <laughs> but Craig would, it would just flip on when oh he, when he started praying. Yeah. I was like, this guy's the coolest guy I know. <laughs> he was He's, and is. He was and is. <laughs> I was about to say, nobody watching this knows. <laughs> Our friend Craig, who basically came back from Hillsong when we were all still in high school, came and was a youth leader for a period of time and we yeah. were like this dude is the coolest yeah he yeah. was yeah no he was he was key. <laughs> that's why i was about to say it is to come but that's stupid and it's not it's not even it so um yeah y- yeah you know what i'm talking about though yeah and also when people and i've been guilty of this uh, let's hear it. one time and when it hit me that i was doing this i was like mortified is so australians add the letter r at the end of words that end with a vowel and they take off the letter R and words that end in R. So, for example, the word banner, they say banana. And banana is banana. <laughs> Especially when there's a word following. So if it's like, man, like if I was going to say, I'm making a dessert with bananas and ice cream. They would say, I'm making a dessert with bananas and ice cream. And so oh. there's, a, there's a song by a song called Hosanna. Uh, that's usually led by a girl, like it is on the recording. So I would lead it a lot in the time when it came out. And this was when I was like at Hillsong College. So I'd come home for Christmas, like be at our church that we all grew up in and be leading it. And I would hear myself go, (laughs) I gotta try to do this. First two, I was fine, but it's the third one that leads through. So you're like, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna, really <laughs> and the day that it, I heard Hosanna in the highest come out of my mouth, I was like, <laughs> you're like, I don't know who I am. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I'm one of them. But yeah, you would funny. hear it so much. Yeah. You just get used to Language it. Language is one of those things. Um, yeah. Like 
I, I don't think I'm one of these types of people. And not to mention, there aren't really too many Southern accents down here anymore because it's mostly a trans, transplant city. <laughs> mostly a tramp stamp city. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many you see down here. It's just... it's. Wait, you don't think people here have Southern accents? I mean, no. you occasionally hear, but I would say less than half of people here are from here. I think right? nine yes. of ten people that I've met here are from Michigan. That's true. That's or so Florida true. or Texas. Just my, yeah. just flying <laughs> south. But I'm saying like yeah, people move to other places where they do have accents, maybe some parts of Canada or yeah. the Northeast or whatever, and they'll pick up accents after being there for a year or two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something to be said about that. Broca's area is actually the area of your brain that form, for, uh, formulates speech. And accents mm. and stuff. Broke his area. Check it out. It's I have a question. Cortex. Okay, so when we were at like Northridge in in Detroit, yeah, when that's our church. Someone like Darren Whitehead would mm-hmm. come and speak. I'd be like, wow, this guy's captivating, right? He's anointed, and he's obviously and he awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, home church here in Nashville. Yeah, but like, if you guys go to a church where he's Australian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's Everybody got that is. accent. Everybody is. Yeah. Does, that, like, <laughs> does that like captivating kind of like feel go away after being exposed to that accent over? I will say I like don't really hear the accent anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still new enough to it. I've only been going there for a year and a half or so, but... And I've got I, I feel like it carries more I, authority for some I've got reason. two close no, friends true, who are though. Australian, like two very close friends who are Australian. And I, I don't necessarily hear it in their voice. Right. But like, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trent and Amy. Trent and Amy yeah, and tr- Jordan. They taught me this phrase, by the way, and not to go too, this is the last comment I'll make, but um, he'll say like, oh, I went to the store today and you wouldn't believe it. They were selling mattresses for 50% off, Serta Pure Sleep. And he'd be like, actually? And I'd be like, yeah. yeah, he, yeah or yeah, or yeah. F- uh, fully. Like if he was telling me that, he, yeah. I'd be like, oh, really? Yes. He'd be like, fully. Fully and actually are yeah. funny terms. I love it. It's endearing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, on the topic of abroad and travel and yeah. other places, um, there's another thing I thought of recently. I was a pre-med uh, like major in college and I wanted to become a doctor because I thought I would have a good bedside manner and I would be good with patients. I would lose my patience with patience. Lose my patience. Um, but until I was at the airport one day, getting ready to travel somewhere, it was probably to Japan or wherever. And the one time I went, and I was like, "Man, if I was a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't remember exactly when." No, I was. Time I went. And <laughs> and I was like, "Man, if I was a doctor, I'm walking, watching these people walk by. I'm like, I would have to be like really comfortable, like." touching all these people and seeing them <laughs> naked <Touching>. and <laughs> just doctors are just, come here let me touch you like, just that's not what doctors <laughs> but you'd have to if, but if 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 the job called for it you'd have to be like have all right i gotta let's take a stool sample or you like what don't you don't take do you don't in front of you. <laughs> all right we're taking the we're, we're taking the stool sample. Right. He's like, you can leave, you know. I don't need you. No, trust me. It's I'm a doctor. I have to be here. Oh I have to make sure that it's really your stool. <laughs> this is the absolute worst thing I've ever heard. So anyway, uh, you see all kinds, all kinds of folks at the the airport. Oh, Being somebody that travels, truly. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I mean, people watching at the airport is unparalleled. It's it's an international sport. 
in many countries. <laughs> it's not because it's judged. It's, it's in the Olympics this year. <laughs> it's in the Olympics. It's in the canceled. Anyone who dares. <laughs> um, no, I think the most interesting thing to watch at airports is people's airport out, outfit. True. Wow. Let me say that again. <laughs> the most interesting thing to watch, to take in at airports is what they're wearing. Yes. The is choices that they the made. Airport outfit. And everyone has one or a few is their go to. Yeah. I'm getting on a plane. That's what I'm putting on. Some people's choices are highly questionable. <laughs> to say the least. It's like <laughs> you see, you know, you've seen like we've talked about this before. People of Walmart, for example, like you see like what people will wear to Walmart. But then you also see people dressed weight like yes. in a double breasted suit just to fly in a like double breasted <laughs> suit. <laughs> A, the three-piece double-breasted suit. looks at the guy, sir, why are you wearing that? He's like, I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just was wondering why you made that choice today, sir. But no. Oh, I, man. But he yeah. also could be Ed Bastian. He could be the CEO of Delta Airlines, and he's just going to work, and he's checking things out. So maybe if, he, if he was wearing a double-breasted suit and wingtip shoes and a vest, I'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll stand down. Respect. Respect, actually. And <laughs> I follow you on LinkedIn. I really like your content. But I follow you but on you really LinkedIn. Zo- <laughs> I do. Do you really zone in on what people are wearing? I do. Yeah. I've actually noticed in the last couple of years that tie-dye has made a mainstream appearance. And agree. I'd like to say not two years ago, I called a merch company and said I want to do tie-dye t-shirts for like my artist merch. And they said to me, they don't, I don't even think they make them in adult sizes. Those are for kids' soccer teams. And I was like, mark my words, the whole world will wear tie-dye again. And they were like, okay. Look where we are, too. We should call them up and right rub, the, rub their nose in it. We should re- call them right now. <laughs> At 11 p.m. <laughs> it's like phone a friend and whose line yes! is it? Or, uh, whose line? <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Phone a friend and whose line is it anyway? Oh, I can't man. think of any. Do you have any good topics for this? <laughs> Man, <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was a vibe. It was awesome. I was obsessed so, with it. I watched John Car- Carpenter when he won. He was the first person to win a million. I watched it live. John Carpenter. Did you guys ever watch um, The Weakest Link? Yeah. Yes. It was too ruthless for me, though. Or what's the roulette one? Um, was it just Russian roulette? No, I don't think. I don't know the roulette one. The I remember roulette one is Link. where like you literally your um your seat drops out and you like fall into <laughs> like, like a foam pit or something. Yeah, yeah. But like... You don't know what basically like they spin. It's you just ha- pure you, chance. You have to spin if you lose a question oh, or something. Okay. And then whatever the light falls on, like if it's on someone else's chair, it doesn't do anything. But if it falls to your chair, then you then you go. Then you go. And that's how you leave the show. <laughs> you literally <laughs> <Bye>. just drop. <laughs> you get nothing and you fall through the yeah. floor. Jordan, are you finding that? Was it red or black? No, it was something about roulette. It sounds like roulette. Anyway. Yeah, it does. Work on that one, Jordan. Red or black doesn't sound like roulette. <laughs> it, I think it might have just been called Russian roulette. <laughs> <Could have been. laughs> that doesn't sound like a roulette wheel is not black and red. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, but no. To your point, when I go to the airport, I'm wear I am either comfy guy like what I'm wearing now. I usually I don't like to like dress down though because I don't like the. I like the feeling of a bit of fortitude with my jeans because I don't want to I, like fortitude. But it's like a bit of a bar- barrier between me and the seat. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would fortitude be the right word? I think I so, don't right? Know. But I'm trying the, to think the, of the, what the other like <laughs> thin pants you would have. No, I'm saying like if I was going to wear some like joggers that aren't sweats, I have just uh, like some polyester joggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't wear that. 
Although yeah. they're the most comfortable pants I own, but I like a little bit of yes, a, a layer, a protective layer, yes. if you will. So I'll wear like Understood. this, what I'm wearing now in a hoodie or something, or if I'm feeling cool, I'll wear skinny jeans and like no show socks. Here we go. Some cool Whoa. sneakers and I'll just ball out and that's it. You know what I'm saying? What do you wear? What are your go-to looks? I've got the main go-to is just basic black leggings, giant sweatshirt. Sure. You know. Some kind of like tank underneath that I'm like, I'm going to change out of this when I get there because I just feel gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fair. But I have a good, my best airport outfit was probably last year. I randomly just went for the full rainbow tie dye. There was a lot of pink. You there went, were unicorns. It was a Lisa Frank thing. You went full blast. I did that day. I was feeling it. I don't remember where I was going. And I get up to the security, the entrance to security. Yeah. And the guy at, scanning the passports and everything yeah. goes unicorn girl please come forward and i was like <laughs> i've self-actualized here we go this is it i've <laughs> I, reached a new level yeah i've unlocked something new yes that's sweet what would it see unicorns i don't know i've just never identified with them okay i have a theory about this that okay. i've been wanting to discuss with someone let's hear it because yesterday i was at my friend's house she has a daughter who's like almost a year old and she said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm tired of unicorn stuff. Like, Ooh. it's been unicorns for years. And we were all pumped about it in, like, 2016 when it came out or Unicorns something. did have a, a coming back party, I feel like. Yeah. Around 16. I think so. I'm fact-checking it live. That's well, when I remember, right. like, getting a unicorn balloon for my birthday that I still have in my room. You know those Mylar balloons? They yeah. would never die yeah. if they're sealed properly. Yeah. It's still perfectly good. After a few years? It's small, and it's on, like, a little wooden dowel, so it's on my bulletin That's board. That's tight. Um, but anyways, so she says... I'm kind of tired. It's just like unicorn everything for little girls. So I have a theory that I developed last night. <laughs> You've been wondering tirelessly Which is toiling with the idea. Over the course of the last few years, the world has more and more become enamored with the supernatural and things that are beyond like this world in general. And also, if you, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the UK, their national, like, or I guess, I don't know if it's national, but their... Sure. Outside the palace, like Buckingham Palace, yeah. there's two statues. There's a lion and a unicorn. And a, the Ooh. unicorn represents Christ mm. because they believe that he was like, you know, man yeah. and God. So it was like a horse, but also like beyond that. Yes. Yeah. And so it's still to this day, it's their like national symbols on their crest and everything. Dang. Dang. And I didn't so know I that. feel like there's this like subconscious or unconscious like yeah. leaning towards even in children like, like otherworldly things yeah, yeah like things that are like we're like i feel like there's more out there than what we see and i'm grasping at it yeah you know that's my deep deep thing for unicorns <laughs> i want <laughs> speaking of <laughs> little unicorns, girls are like i just like pink and purple <laughs> and flying horses yeah unicorns fly right uh -huh. um i've also noticed along those same lines um like these uh like horoscope instagram accounts have become really popular too Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, yeah, there's kind people of want to believe that like literally there's this whole like destiny that's written in the stars for yeah, them. There's, and all this there's stuff, purpose and there's destiny. There yeah. is destiny written for them, but it's not, <laughs> it's not by horoscopes.com. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Also side note yeah. in Harry Potter, unicorns bleed silver blood. 
And I love that so much. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> I love that so much. That's because pretty cool. even their blood is like not haunting. Like it's beautiful. It's still, yeah. Silver. It's and if pure. you get like, they'll put like a unicorn, um, one of the, like their hair, you know. The, the, the tail? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like one strand, I guess. Oh, like the main okay. or something that will be like in a wand, like it has magical powers, whatever. But Oh, that's sick. It's very special. <laughs> Speaking of forces. <laughs> Oh, this no. is unrelated. You guys don't know this. I haven't shared this with anybody. My dad. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. So here's what. I, my dad went up north with the family dog, and he called me the other day. He's like, Drew. He, everything is like really important and cool and like exciting with him. He's like, Drew, you wouldn't believe it, man. I'm up in Amish country with Elliot, the dog. And he's, I'm up in Amish country with Elliot. He's like, Drew, I'm not kidding. I went by a, one of their stands yesterday. I got a quart of apple cider for a dollar fifty, man. And you know what? I'm going back for more today. <laughs> I'm like that. Like he was so pumped on it. The reason I brought up that that up with horses was that he's like, man, Drew, these guys out here, they take care of these horses. They're beautiful creatures. I'm like, yeah, it's because that's what they're. That's their tool. Like that's their transportation. It's their workhorse. It's like it's everything for them. He's like, I'm just, they just take care of their stuff. That was his line. That was the whole thesis of the conversation. <laughs> this is, is your dad Batman? Like, he's out there. <laughs> I, almost, I almost want to pull up, uh, dude, I can find this. The fact that your dad was taking Elliot for a little weekend getaway, they, though. They take little weekenders <laughs> together. They go camping. Let me touch your touch her a little bit. <laughs> he's the, All right. You know, just kind of scratching her back. All right, maybe that's a little personal. He was talking about he was recapping a date, and I was uh, unknowing oh to him. Gosh, I was <laughs> no, he was saying like you know, and I was like scratching her back a little bit at the bar. Why you know, we're you getting his voice. I was trying to get his voice. We're keeping that. Let me see. Oh my gosh. Anyways, walk into the dart room. You know, he's got that tone. He's like, you know, and I'm walking into the dart room, and it's just. But when he gets excited, he goes low. He's like, man, and I'll tell you what, Drew, I took one of those darts, man. I just threw it right in the bullseye. <laughs> this is it. This is how he talks, dude. Anyway, it's unreal. Um, enough about my dad. Love you, dad. Oh, my God. Longtime listener to the podcast. Is he? I don't know if he listens. He texts me that he likes it. But that he could just be tuning in for five minutes. So if he's listening to this point, dad, text me if you get to this point. And is I'll the report podcast back. Uh, Cheryl approved? Cheryl loves it. In fact, I get, so Cheryl's my mom. She will like, um, she'll text me the, the day after, like the day that it comes out and be like, well, actually Drew, it was your dad who took you to Jurassic Park, which that was one of the things <laughs> I brought up. Another time was. She's fat correcting. Yeah. She's like, yeah, like totally checking me on everything. And another time she was like, Drew, it was different. It was a different time back then. Not, you know, most kids didn't wear helmets on their bikes. Like I'm like, mom, I wasn't <laughs> yes. calling you negligent, you know, whatever. So I love you, mom. You don't even need to text me because I know you're listening I to this you, point. I love you, Cheryl. Yeah. But text and him still. <laughs> but still text me. Love to hear from you. <laughs> Sweet Lauren, as she calls you. Um, Cheryl. L- Lauren's mom and my mom are like really close friends. Mm-hmm. And they hang out and talk and they do Bible studies together. My mom will say that she's like. <laughs> Their uh, stories are different. Though. Really? Is that right? No, no, go ahead. They'll Sorry go, you say. Like my mom will go over to their uh, their family home. And she'll stay there for four or five hours talking, just talking, sitting and talking. Which is nothing in our family. Like, I've never had a phone call with either of my parents less than an hour. Oh wow. 
No, I'm not kidding. Jordan, my sister, told yeah. me yesterday. She's like, yeah, talk to mom and dad for two hours. Then got out with my friends. And I was like, what's wrong with us? Like, we have a problem. That's why. But my mom, because I said yeah, what'd that Yeah, what she say? I was like, mom, Drew said that Cheryl was over there for like four or five hours doing Bible study. And she was like, I think it was like two hours, maybe an hour and a half. 20 I was minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, mom, you have no concept of time. <laughs> time flies. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, Yeah, I just don't know how you, how, how can you talk for that long? She'll go to a restaurant with her friends and stuff and like sit and talk, close down the restaurant. It's, girls have this thing. For three hours in a booth at a restaurant, I'm like, I get antsy. I get, yeah. it's because my anything butt gets that hot. Gets I'm like up, ready to move, you know? Girls want to go to the deeper level. That's so if true. somebody says, oh my gosh, like this crazy thing happened, then we're all like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up to step number one. Why were you in the car with him? There you know, you and then they're like, well, and we're like, this is something you do. And then it's like an intervention. That's then, so true. With guys, it's just like, yeah, this crazy thing happened. <laughs> oh, really? Well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably just going to call her back and see what's <laughs> yeah. up. Okay, cool. All right. So do you want to go catch that movie later? Or you want to go <laughs> catch that movie? <laughs> That's not even a thing Girls that people are do. like, I feel like this might be hard for you to hear, but. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm going to tell you something right now, and trust me, it's going to hurt to say, and it's going to hurt to hear, but it's for your betterment, okay? You don't value yourself enough. You are amazing. That's it. I feel like and guys are like. The this... tears start. <laughs> guys are like, this crazy thing happened to me, and it, I, it just hurt me so bad. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, that sucks. So, anyway. Um... <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, uh, it's, it's, this thing sucks. And man, m- well, maybe you should just call her and like talk to her. I'm sure she didn't mean it. And then it's just like, okay, I feel better. Um, so anyway, what do you guys want to do later? You want to catch a movie? Um, I need to, uh, have you been to Dickie's barbecue pit? I have not. Okay. But not, I know you have. I, I have <laughs> recently and many, many times in the years leading up to this moment in my life, but they, um, they just do some wonderful barbecue, and honestly, it's on a budget, like we've talked about before. You can get a full plate there of, of delicious barbecue. It's fresh. You like pulled pork, right? I could take some right now. Oh my gosh, it'd be great. Same. We should. Oh my gosh, we should do Are an they episode. Open? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we could just pause. Them. Wait, if they're open, we're we're done, and we're just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Next time you're on the show, let's have a live. We'll have like a little, just some. I don't want to eat on camera. No, it'll just be there. We'll do the podcast at Dickie's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Dickie's Barbecue Pit with every meal plate, you get one of these yellow cups. So go. And they're useful. What a steal. Well, yeah, truly. Are you enjoying sipping out of that, by the way? Loving it. Yeah, it's great. Um, so am I. I want to go into... Man, I have a couple topics I want to so talk about. so much to discuss. One of the things is that... Um, I know that you love Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Have been a long time. I love the Olsen. Twins. I know this is one of the things I like. I love them. It got brought up one time, and she's like, "Yeah, I love them." I'm like, "Yeah, they're cool." She's like, "No, I like I know I, I follow them to this day. Like, do you know about their their Instagram accounts that don't exist, but their fan accounts, whatever, yes. whatever." Um, I went through and I wanted to do kind of a, a deep dive into uh, oh Mary Kate and Ashley. So maybe. Just if you know any of this stuff already, mm-hmm. just let me know. If you don't know, still let me know. Okay. Thought I had to burp, but I don't. <laughs> but but I do have to voice crack, so it wouldn't be an episode without one. The fraternal, they're fraternal twins. Yes. So what's the difference between identical and fraternal? Fraternal twins are two eggs, both fertilized separately, oh. different sperm. Identical twins is one egg fertilized splits okay. into two. Okay. So identical DNA yeah. versus the other two have like different DNA. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know actually. 
That's probably in one of my physiology books down there. I have friends who just had identical twins, so we like went over this. You're versed this. on this yes. right now. It's fresh. Yeah. So they were b- born in Sherman Oaks, California. Don't know what part of California that is. They have an it's elder like brother. LA. They have an older brother, Trent. Yeah, Trent. <laughs> Sorry. And a younger sister. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, actress she's, Elizabeth. She's an actress. You would have known her if you saw her. Yeah, okay. Elizabeth Olsen is like. Yeah, you've seen As her. well as a half sister. Oh, I don't know her. Courtney Taylor and a half brother, Jake. Huh. The twins' parents divorced in 1995. Taylor and Jake are from their father's second marriage. The Olsen twins have blank, blank, and blank ancestry. <laughs> Do you know the answers? Oh, like they're... Yeah, they're like English. Swedish? Close. Norwegian. Norwegian. I knew it was Scandinavian. And, and Danish, yep. But Olsen, like you just know that because that's like Scandinavian. Oh my gosh. In 1987, at the age of six months, the twins were cast in yeah. the role. Six months old? Well, yeah, because they were the new babies on Full House. Which I never watched. And so that's you know me. that on TV shows, like whenever there's a very young character, they get twins, right? Did you know that? Oh, I didn't. But I did know that but they, they did that to. in Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. That mm-hmm. that little boy the Sprouse was... Sprouse twins have yeah. played on different shows as the same character. So that if okay. one kid is like not in the great yeah. mood or whatever. Yeah, like, they can yeah. just swap them out. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like um, risk mitigation kind of. You're yep. just kind of... And they actually, I remember reading deep into this, like, <laughs> Let's go. as a child, I've loved them since I was little. <laughs> and they were saying that they actually ended up using, like, each twin for specific moments. Like, Ashley okay. was more shy, so when they had, like, a shy scene, it yep. was like, she's going to be this. Or, and, like, you can cry better on command, or you can yeah. be, like, your laugh on com- command yeah. is more sincere. Yeah. Man, that's that's wild. It would be wild to be a child star. Right. Like it, if all things considered, they turned out really like successful and yeah. I won't say like n- normal in the sense that Yeah. Like the, but they are normal in the sense that their their head is on straight. They're just unique yeah. in their own right. But they went through their phases. Oh, fair. Mhm. Well, let's get to it. Um <laughs> in 1995, following the end of Full House, the Olsons made their first feature film in It Takes Two, starring Steve Gutenberg and Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Now that's a name we should that's we should go into. I haven't heard that name in a hot minute. Steve Gutenberg was in The Big Green. I'll tell you that much, which that was a frequent movie in my house. I should get Disney Plus just to watch the... Uh, that was a great movie. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. In early 2004, they did some... They had a fan club until early 2000. Ash, Mary-Kate and Ashley's Fun Club. Were you in it? No. Fan, oh, where fans would pay to receive Mary-Kate and Ashley I collectibles. I was. Each subscription included an issue of our funzine. Is that the magazine? Not the same one. Okay. Mary-Kate and Ashley fan club t-shirt. Whatever. Cool, cool, cool. Man, as I look at this thing, their filmography, they were in one, two, three. I'm estimating here, but it's going to be about 23 movies in total. <sighs> and this filmography is only a, as the twins as a duo, too. Like all these... Mary-Kate has featured in another movie on her own and Ashley never has. And it flopped, didn't it? Wow. It was like a teen thing and she was like a random witch, but it wasn't a movie about witches. She was just like the only witch who just kind of like cast a spell on like a girl to go back in time or something. But it was weird. Weren't they in Weeds? I don't know. I didn't watch Weeds, but let me pick up my (laughs) papers. Weren't they on Weeds? Also... I know you were referencing this before because I've told you this before, but yeah. I have one copy of Mary Kate National Magazine, of which there were only a few copies. Yeah. And in this issue, my friend got it for me from cleaning out her parents' house in Florida. Um, 
they there was a one page where it said like each of them talked about their favorite album of the year i think it was the year 2000 and ashley's favorite album was parachutes by coldplay and i was like i've known we were soulmates (laughs) but this confirmed it now for those of you who don't know lauren Coldplay's biggest fan like maybe right like yes again we've talked about this before you're not somebody who is very like charmed by fame you're not too enamored by people reputation and platform and all this stuff but if you were to meet Chris Martin what would you do I it mean, wouldn't go well <laughs> right. I sincerely hope it doesn't happen unless somehow we're peers <laughs> yes I never want to meet him unless he knows who I am he's I'm going to say it right now. One day you guys will collab. You, oh, he will feature on one of your tracks. Stop. Does he do features? If not, you'll feature on one of theirs slash his. Um, but anyway, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen now, as I just grabbed from that summary that I threw down on the ground that I almost need to pick back up again. Now they're doing fashion stuff. So Big time. Big time, right? Yes. Like they Huge. have they have a line, right? Like they a, have a brand. multiple brands. Oh. And they're all they highly brand, right? successful. They were doing a Walmart uh, or maybe a Coles yeah. brand or something. That for, was like, like when they girls. were little. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cool. I guess I should read those notes that I just threw on the ground carelessly. Yeah. Um, I hope they start acting again. Maybe they'll, they won't. Wasn't there going to be a um, reboot of a Full House? There was, and they refused to be in it. Oh. And everyone broke the fourth wall during the first episode to like acknowledge that they weren't in it. They really? were like, Michelle is in New York doing fashion, and like they all turned. Really? Mm-hmm. You know hey. what? Rajiv was in that. Rajiv, he was. Rajiv, do you know Rajiv? I forgot oh, this was that. Fuller House, right? Yeah. Yes, come Fuller to House. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought they Our were... Our friend, Rajiv. Yeah, Rajiv is also... Um, <laughs> he was like in a cast or something, right? He was like a boyfriend of somebody. He was a boyfriend of somebody. Rajiv Dahl, he's a, he's a great guy. He's from our hometown as yeah. well. Our little hometown, like, like actually popped out some, like, you know, people yes. of, of artistic okay. accomplishment. I will say this. Growing up watching One Tree Hill and shows like that where yeah. they were like... In this random small town and everyone went on to have this like crazy career yeah. and all of this stuff. I thought that was normal because that yeah. was our town. Like yeah. everyone was like, I'm doing this thing. And then yeah. they just did it. Yeah. I think True. about you. I think about Rajiv. I think of uh, Bazzi. He's from yeah. our hometown. I think of me with the Stouting Off podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Me and Jordan with the, the podcast. Ryan. We're, we're global. People all over the world. Paul Cherry. He's doing his own thing. So and he's on a picture back there. We'll show you guys sometime. But I never met Paul Cherry. Really? Mm-hmm. He's one of the funniest people in the universe. I met the other half of PK Fire. Kurt. Mm-hmm. Good guy. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. If you do, shout you out, Kurt. Hey, Kurt. Um. Sad. I never got your grandma's organ. <laughs> was that a deal that you? <laughs> Instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Kidney. His grandma was giving we away the same an organ, type. and he was like, "I have a guy who wants it, but <laughs> stop." I've played on that organ before. And my dad was going to go pick it up, but I guess the other guy didn't end up bailing. Oh, that was only a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, you don't know me, but I used to come to your shows. And he was like, tell me they weren't my PK Fire shows. I was like, they absolutely I were. Remember, I remember. I played on that organ before. It was like detuned. It was out of tune. Oh, well. So you didn't need it. You're better off without it. it. Man, okay. we're already running out of time. Oh, no. We're already almost like at time. Well, keep going. What else did we have to talk about? Mm, I got a couple topics. Let's yeah, see. Keep going. I feel like we've gotten some good stuff. I, yeah. I do too. We've gotten some nice some nice banter. And now, bear in mind, you're going to be back too. This is to be continued. TBC. I'll be back. This is going to be part one. Um, oh, I want to do my last segment. What have I been watching? What you been watching? 
what have I been watching? I recently got into this documentary. It's it's not a series, so I didn't get into it. I just watched it. <laughs> How we say things matter, folks. Um, I watched this documentary called Tread on Netflix. You guys haven't seen it, have you? Mm-hmm. No. Um, it's about this guy in this small town, Granby, Colorado. How far is that from Denver, Jordy? <laughs> I thought he was typing. I heard him typing, and for some reason, I made the assumption that he was typing. I was on Google Maps. Not like. <laughs> he was typing. How far is that away from here? Let's see. Jordan's like, we could be there in 17 hours. I just, in the car. I just hear, and I assume in my mind for a snap second, it's Denver, Colorado to Granby, you Colorado. You should get an intern to just sit in the corner and fact check. Yes, that a would be Belmont, amazing. like TV media intern. It would be fantastic. You know what? Once we get to our next milestone, which we have this certain number of plays per month that we're trying to hit, when we do, we're going to get an intern. I think you we'll should. have should. Sure. Yeah. One hour and 47 minutes. Okay. I'll be the intern right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day drive. A small part of one day drive. <laughs> Very sp- Some people commute that far every day. I meant it's work. a day walk. Um, so, so he's in, <laughs> this guy's in Granby, Colorado. He's this classically trained welder. And by that, I just mean he's, 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 he's a trained welder, went to school and everything. <laughs> Are you enjoying that, Jordan? Uh, so he, uh, he starts him off with a shop. And this muffler shop gets really successful. And then the the bad boys around town, like it's a small town, so it's political and stuff. And, you know, they have the guys who run the town. They are also on the city council board and stuff. And so they get the zones rezoned. <laughs> they read the zones. And so they, they do that so that like his business, he either has to pay an exorbitant amount of cash or he's got to just leave town. Mm-hmm. And so he, instead of leaving town, what he does is he buys a he buys a bulldozer and he fortifies it again i'm using that word uh he fortifies it with steel so it's like a tank and because he's a welder right he can do he fortifies it with mufflers (laughs) (laughs) they're all just like pointing (laughs) off it's just a big muffler mobile Channel 7 Action News on site here. It looks like a big, a, a very large vehicle made primarily out of mufflers is is driving about town. So, <laughs> so anyway, he takes this steel, the steel bolt enclosed bulldozer, and he goes through the town and bulldozes all his rivals' businesses. <laughs> like, this is a true story. Actually did this. Yes. There's, oh, my God. There's fully. Yeah, he, he did this. Did anyone die? No one died. No one got hurt. But it caused millions and millions and millions of dollars of damage. <laughs> millions? our friend will does the best donald trump impression (laughs) it's unbelievable i won't even try to do his my impression of his impression but anyway tread on netflix it was unbelievable i won't give you the ending i won't spoil it for you (laughs) he dies that's what you um, always say he always says i won't give the ending and then it's like but with with that being said he dies and so oh that reminds me one more thing and then we'll go um Wasim Bazzi, good a good friend of ours, not related to Bazzi, rapper guy, but he would go up to people when the Book of Eli came out, and he'd be like, "So, have you guys seen the Book of Eli? Pretty good movie, huh? No, we haven't seen it. Uh well, he's blind the whole time. So anyway, we'll see you guys later." <laughs> and that's like one of those details that's so important. It's like the whole you find out in the last minute, you know. It's like wow. But anyway, that's all for what have I been watching. Dara Sneed with the run on that. It's just beautiful. But Lauren, I wanted to say thanks for being here. Thanks for having Our, me. The maiden voyage with the guest host format. And it's been really nice. You you were the perfect candidate for the job. So wow. 
thank th- you. Thank you for accepting our invitation. Jordan, would you agree that she's just been a delight? Truly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> a delight. She's been a delight. <laughs> Check out Lauren's music. She's flurry, like we talked about earlier, on Spotify and anywhere you can consume music and on Instagram and all the things. So, as always, thanks for watching the Stouting Off podcast where we spout off commentary on the everyday. See ya. Thank you.